Are you an entrepreneur with an idea for a new business? Are you a business owner who wants to expand your current operation? Or are you just tired of working to put wealth into someone else's dream? Welcome to The Hubbub About The Hub, a podcast series produced by The Hub Virtual Work Incubator in conjunction with the Camdenton Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Mitch Shields, and in this podcast series, I, along with my guest, will be sharing information with you that can help you navigate through the confusion and frustration of becoming your own boss. With a lot to cover, let's get started. The Hub of About the Hub, helping transform dreams into flourishing revenue streams. Well, welcome to the Hub of About the Hub. I am Mitch Shields, Community Liaison for Lake Regional Health System. I sit on the Hub Business Incubator. Hub of About the Hub is a podcast we do where we cover things that the uh, Hub is doing with helping businesses, entrepreneurs, maybe businesses that want to, to expand. And one of the things that we are going to be talking about today is something that we offer every other month called an E-Night. And E-Night stands for Entrepreneur Night. We're going to be talking regarding an E-Night we had back in June over at Bees Knees. So I'll let them take a moment and introduce themselves and their role here in the Versailles community. Jamie, let's start with you. I'm Jamie Morrow. I am the newly elected mayor at Versailles. And I'm just very proud of our city and all the things that we have to offer. And I'm just in, enjoyed immensely the E-Night that we had. And I'm Dina Dunkley, the executive director for the Versailles Area Chamber of Commerce. So one thing we do at these E-Nights, we try to pick a topic that is important or stuff that's going on uh, with businesses, maybe that all of the, the businesses might have in common. Um, and we talked about workforce, we talked about hiring issues, we talked about automation and soft skills were some of the topics we talked about. Now, I mentioned I'm being on the hub of being a virtual business incubator and we cover several different counties. We've been over in Lebanon, we've been in uh, Camdenton, Osage Beach, and now Versailles. Um, ladies, tell me a little bit about if folks maybe have not been over to the Versailles area, what are some of the unique things maybe that you see about Versailles that maybe not the other areas in the lake may not uh, have in common? One of the things I think that we have that's unique to uh, the lake area is our sense of community. We are still very much a small town. Probably not as transient of a population as some of the lake areas do. We depend on the tourist trade for a lot of our income, but at the same time we have a great amount of people that are actually the residents, full-time residents here, and so we do have full-time businesses, and I just think that's one of the things that we have been able to maintain is our sense of community. Well, the other thing that we have um, that is a little different um, is we have a large uh, Mennonite community and so um, that seems to be a huge draw in for um, people from coming in from out of state. Um, so it's nothing for me to send out information on the Mennonite community, but also what we have going on here in Versailles as well. So you say sending out information, I'm assuming you mean on the, the Versailles website? So I will, um, a lot of people just want me to mail them, and so otherwise I will try to send anything out through email. I also put packets together for um, individuals, so whenever they're coming in, they already have that information with them. Okay. So most uh, communities, whether they be in the statewide, nationwide, is has been workforce hiring issues. That was one of the topics we talked about that night. So either one of you want to jump in and talk a little bit about some of the conversation we had regarding regarding that hiring concerns or whatever it might be well i mean i know that anywhere you drive regardless if it's here in versailles or um, out of town or out of state 
people are looking to hire individuals, and they are. They're struggling to um, have find an employment, and if they do hire someone, just trying to retain them is a struggle. So a lot of people are offering sign-on bonuses, and so, um, of course, this is something that we've never really seen, per se, but just trying to get people to get back to work. Governor Parson, he you know, he stopped the unemployment. And so I think that's helped a little, but just getting people back to work is important. And one of the other things that we talked about was, you know, people are thinking outside the box and they're actually working from home. So it's not that some people are not working. It's just that they're finding maybe a different niche, maybe something that they were interested in that could be different from the job that they had prior to that. So when we were all at home during COVID, some people got real creative. And so maybe they found a different interest. And I think the other thing is that as employers, we have to look at payment. I think people are are looking, spending more time looking at where other areas are and what the pay scales are. and, And I know the city just went through where we gave our police department pay raises. And it wasn't that we actually ended up creating more money for that department. It's the fact that they looked at the department. We have tremendous uh, officers that are hired, and it was about retaining. And we had an open position, so instead of trying to fill the position, we actually took that salary and divided it up so we could actually pay our officers more. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's something, too, that businesses are going to have to look at is, you know, how do you value your employees um, and to retain them? And I think pay is going to become a huge uh, part of that so we address that issue by actually making our salaries competitive mm-hmm. you know one thing we uh, I failed to mention when we, we started this discussion uh, when we have these e-nights we have them at a um, usually at a location where an entrepreneur bees knees was a great example and Chris mm-hmm. their uh, the owner there he he had some really valuable insight about management uh, skills and, and styles so Anyone want to elaborate a little more on that? or? Well, I think um, Chris actually is a pretty shining example of a local boy who has taken his business opportunities, the places he's worked, and really brought them home and applied them to his own business and has been a tremendous success. And he's also shared that. That's another wonderful thing I, that I love about Chris is he's not afraid to share what he knows with people around him. We've actually had a, through the chamber, we had a work uh, with him, and he actually kind of, did a leadership um, event right, mm-hmm. to kind of give us an idea of where we need to go as a chamber. And I think that's part of it too is as employers, we have to remember that your leadership skills, uh, it, it's not about being in charge, it's about kind of showing what your expectations are for your employees and, and your style of, of employment I think is huge. And I think that goes a long way into retaining good employees. And uh, challenging them. To mm-hmm. challenge them and, and to give them let them take ownership. I think that's one thing that uh, my dad actually was very good about teaching was he allowed me to take ownership of, of what I had done and also, but he also, you know, let me fail. I mean, it was mm-hmm. okay. It was because you learn a lot from your failures as much as you do your successes. Mm-hmm. And I yes. think that's something that as an employer, you have to, to kind of learn to to let do, let, let go and kind of let uh, your good employees, especially if you have them, let them take pride and ownership in what they're doing. Yes. You talked about working from home. What uh, tell? Well, I think uh, I think that's part of it. Is we I think we learned how to work differently. I I think part of our mindset was we always had to get up in the morning, go off someplace, be gone for eight hours, come back, 
And I think we, we taught ourselves that that isn't always the case. Um, I know for a lot of people, probably the fact that childcare, I mean, I think that's huge. That's a huge expense. Well, if you can work from home and you can figure out how to manage the childcare, what a tremendous savings, plus you're, being, you're able to be with your kids. And I think, mm -hmm. I think there's just a lot of things we learned about ourselves as a society that we thought it was the way it had to be, and we found out that you know, we can make some adjustments. So I do think businesses that maybe came in, you, know, you work for home for so long, and then now all of a sudden you have to go back to the office. Um, I think they've, you know, some of them maybe realize their productivity has changed. I know our youngest daughter, they work three days um, in, at, in the office and two days at home. And, you know, she said, and they're finding out it didn't affect their productivity whatsoever. Actually, a lot of their productivity increased because there was a lot less, I think, you know, people figured out how to, how to do it. I mean, I think that was a lot of it. And maybe some businesses realizing there was a saving to not having to have that office space. Exactly. I think there's a lot of that that's going on. So I just think we've, we learned a lot about ourselves, and the old way isn't. You can't. You can change. The, you know, change mm -hmm. is okay, uh, especially if it's for the positive. So a lot of the new norm is that term was the new used. norm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> maybe norm. maybe mm -hmm. some of it's not all that all that bad. Right. And it may be here to stay. Yes. Anything on that before I move on to? We had the discussion too. Um, working from home is fine, but not having that communication is sometimes very detrimental to people. So being able to get up and go to work and have conversation with people is still very, very important. So I know some of the businesses have gone to like self-checkout and so we don't have those um, individuals there. There are some pros and there's some cons right. to that because um, yeah. That could have been the last conversation someone had, you know, or you know, they just want to talk to people because if anyone learned anything about COVID, the suicide rates went up. When people don't have individuals to talk to, um, have something to look forward to, there was a lot of depression issues that came about that as well. So, again, there's some pros and cons from all of it. So, yeah. So you mentioned uh, you, you kind of touched base on one of the that's a, a great segue to our next topic was automation. We talked mm -hmm. about automation, mm -hmm. uh, many jobs being done differently. And uh, so, uh, and, and check out, I think, of one you mentioned. Mm -hmm. So what do you recall from that conversation? And we talked a little bit on that. And, and, and I should mention, too, you having um, one thing unique to Versailles also is gates mm -hmm. uh, and manufacturing, uh, more of automation in those types of, types right. of jobs yes. coming along. What are some of the other things we talked about with that? I mean, automation is, is great. It helps for sure. But again, we have to realize and let um, our employees know that they're just as important as, you know, they're more important to me as ever because, again, if we just rely on a machine, we're taking things away. I think in a small community especially, transportation is an issue here, mm -hmm. and I think having jobs here where people have access to them is, is huge. So every time that a machine or something comes in to take the place of that person, I, it does, to me it is detrimental to somebody being able to be employed because mm -hmm. there's just not that many other options as far as, you know, of course, I mean, we do have great internet here. So if you are internet savvy, mm -hmm. you can work from home. But for those that you know, our need jobs where they actually physically go to them. I think that that's huge. And I think anytime you take that away from a community, it, it, it is 
detrimental because I don't do self-checkout. So I need, I want that person there so I can talk to them. You mentioned on the self-checkout again, you know, Walmart being mm -hmm. a big employer here. Right. That, uh, yes. having an impact on local jobs. Yes, it mm -hmm. does. A huge impact. I, re I recall part of that conversation too, we had mentioned this is not anything really new. We've no. seen, we've seen this before. Yeah. Uh, and Jamie, you and I probably yeah. can remember gas oh, stations. gas stations. And, and I actually, until you mentioned that, I, you know, I hadn't thought about that. Yes, we have been through that before because when I was growing up, Thank goodness there were those people that checked my tires and the oil, and there was a few times they saved me on the oil part because I would have probably been without oil in my car. And uh, there were a lot of little things that people used to do. And yeah, and you're right, um, pumping your own gas now is very much the norm. I tell, I, mean, my, I tell my daughter that, and she thinks that, that would just freak me out if everybody ran out that three feet. No, it was honestly like a pit crew. It was, all, it was great. It was the best thing in the world. So. Uh, but no, those, and that was probably one of the first areas. And it, you know, I really hadn't thought about that. That, gosh, that's been at least 20 years, 30 yeah. maybe. You had self serve that's, and, that, and yeah. full service. Full and, service uh -huh. and self service. Yes. Uh -huh. And, uh, and yeah. I can I remember my mom, I'm never going to, and she, I, she didn't because she wasn't able. But, I, you know, you're right. That, that is an area where we definitely have just accepted that's yeah. just the way it is. The new norm. The new norm. Mm -hmm. so <laughs> has become the norm. So it has yes. become the norm. And, you know, again, that, that that was part of that discussion is maybe we're at a point where businesses were having to make some adaptation, adaptations. Um, and the other thing we talked about was baby boomers retiring right. and maybe COVID forced a few of them to make mm -hmm. that decision a little quicker than they would ever. But right. But that, that could have something to do with the, the work shortage as well. It could, and, I, and I just think there's a, just a different mindset right now. I think that's part of it. I think we are in a society that, I don't know, it's, it's been interesting to see. I, I grew up never understanding that you didn't work, so mm -hmm. it's hard for me to, to wrap my head around the concept of not wanting to find something. But that's, I'm probably 10 years past you know past that as far as mindset or whatever so um well i mean just from going back whenever i was in school and it's been a it's been a new concept for me so i guess if you're at school and you don't do go on a test you get to retake it that wasn't an ever that was never an option you were held accountable for whether or not you studied or you didn't right. again that goes back to the workforce if you don't show up for work you lose your job there aren't always second chances at everything and i feel like with the younger generation and not all there's a lot of hard workers um out there um but i feel like they just think that if they don't like that job they can just keep moving on but just having that accountability i don't think that it, it's just a different mindset and then again like what you just said the new norm um you know it used to be and of course you shouldn't have been but discriminated against people's age I think we're seeing now that the older generation is still there to work, um, and a lot of a lot of the older people are are working still. The younger generation, it's kind of changed. It's right. it's a diff again, it's a different mindset. But you know, a lot of a lot of them have they are very technology savvy. So the technology that once you know that we thought well what we had is completely different from what they have today. So. You kind of alluded to our next topic, which is workforce, or I should say soft skills. We 
talked about that at that you know how how much that has changed and, and it's a part of some of the concerns that business people have and uh, want to elaborate a little bit on that so you know a lot of our young um, our youth they they don't know how to carry on a conversation with people um, they're always hidden behind their phones and so and some of them do some of them know how to have conversation and work but it it's definitely different and so they're a little bit more timid to put themselves out there and so I definitely think that is different for sure that is well and and punctuality respect for your supervisor's positions I think those are the things I've heard people say that you know a lot of times your younger people when they come in um, they they just don't approach the work situation the way that we probably were raised to where you know you do defer to someone your supervisor and and things like that and I think that there again that falls back on being on your soft skills a lot of times that's not really stressed at home and I think there again that is where a lot of this starts is you know I was raised in a family business so working and and doing things and being a part of that was something that was ingrained in me from the time I was very young we did the same thing with our girls we had to be around people you had to be responsible and those are all little things I think that can be done at home but unfortunately a lot of our young people don't have that as part of their daily structure so we have seen a lot of your schools picking up some of those or trying to pick up that slack there was a little bit of resistance in that conversation there was but, but I think you're right that we uh, you've meant you off off camera you mentioned your husband was a school board member and he was, yes people not maybe not understanding the challenges well and that's that's just it you know that the schools are expected to do so much today that they were not expected to do um 15 to 20 years ago and if the schools there is to prepare children for the future whether that be going to the workforce going into the military going into college uh, and that isn't you know used to be it was through education in the sense of more book learning now it literally is through every way possible, even to the point sometimes even to how they dress, mm -hmm. um, teaching them what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. Whereas and why before, it's appropriate. Mm -hmm. And why it's appropriate. Mm -hmm. Before, that was done at the home. You didn't leave the house mm -hmm. if you weren't appropriately dressed. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a teacher here that was very good about putting the young people in situations where they were out in the community and they were interviewing. and and. I know a lot of people don't understand the value of that, but it was teaching them how to interact. When they went to, to do that interview, how were they dressed? Those were all things that, and I know the school, um, we've got a couple of programs at the school where they bring business people into the school, and we do mock interviews, and, we, and they are graded on a lot of the soft skills. It's not so much about their resume, it's not so much, it's about how did they interact in that interview, mm -hmm. just to give those young people an opportunity to get kind of understand why and then part of that discussion then is why you know why did you not do as well here well because you came you know ripped jeans and that's that isn't appropriate and and so I do think schools are burdened with trying to have to pick up a lot of that slack well I mean kind of off camera we we kind of talked a little bit but not every kid's home life is the same and so just being able to get to school is a safe safe place for those kids and so again knowing that there is something out there to look forward to may hopefully hopefully get these kids to be like okay I do want to do better and so um, 
just the simple, you know, if they are coming to school with ripped jeans, knowing that someone's going to be there to help them, you know, throughout the day, it's, you know, hopefully going to change that mindset and, and let them know, hey, it's okay to get up and, and go to work and, and do stuff. You know, it's like kind of a long... You brought up a good point. I, I, I had mentioned to so both of you from previous conversations we've had about mentoring mm -hmm. and how bosses, uh, I mean, being a good boss, you may have a young person working for you that maybe they're a grill cook right now, but and they may, they're, and their dream is to be a veterinarian. Well, how is this helping me? But you're building a resume. You mm -hmm. are. What you're mm -hmm. learning right now, how your, mm -hmm. your interaction with people, those things that you're learning. I had great opportunity having mentors work with me and you know, your parents you mentioned right. how that 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 has helped but you know making that connection you're building that resume right now you are right? everything you do mm -hmm. yes and uh, and the relationships you're building the networking you're offering is, mm -hmm. is going to hopefully open doors for mm -hmm. you down the road and yeah. taking advantage of those opportunities and that's why it was interesting that night at the e-night some of the pushback that was mm -hmm. uh, I was kind of shocked actually that people aren't quite as thinking that the school, you know, more definite roles of what the school is. Mm -hmm. And I, I was actually a little bit surprised at, at some of the comments that were made um, that the school, that may not be what the school's role is, but they don't realize, I think maybe in smaller communities it's, it is different, the fact that the teachers, I think we are more involved yeah. with our students. I think it becomes more personal um, because you see these people every day. Mm -hmm. It's right. not, you can't just get on get in your car and drive out of uh, out of this district and go someplace else the, you know these are your neighbors these are your mm -hmm. friends these mm -hmm. these are people you go to church with mm -hmm. and so yes. i think the school stepping in is a part of trying to grow a healthy community well you know some kids just like i said getting to school sometimes their clothes have to be rewashed and they have new clothes to put on one of the um, individuals brought up was giving them almost not like chores to do, but a job to do throughout the day. You know, and at the end of the day, if that individual did that, say, you know, hey, you did a good job. Because maybe sometimes their responsibilities at home or the lack thereof, um, they're not getting that recognition. But knowing, hey, if you go in and do a good job, you are going to get the recognition. And where, where could that lead for you? I think some people think, oh, well, this child, we don't always maybe give people chances. And if that's the mindset you've always had being raised up, maybe you don't take that initiative to try to go into the workforce. But I do feel like our schools do push our kids to at least try to get them out there for sure. Mm -hmm. So, yes. well, that was sort of a broad stroke. What we talked about uh, with the E night we had back in June. We're going to be having another one coming up in August. This one will be over at Brew Brothers in Eldon. Dean, I want to thank you for your your help and support getting this thank going. Uh, Camdenton Chamber, uh, and, and you, you you both were there. Uh, we're going to be uh, working with Eldon Chamber on mm -hmm. this next one. Mm -hmm. And it's neat to see the collaboration going on. And yeah. uh, we, we've talked about that a little yes. bit in the past. And as mayor, you're, I think you're pretty excited about that. I am very excited, actually. We're, I think there's a lot of things. I've, I have enjoyed some of the meetings that I've actually been able to go to. Got started with the chamber and now able to take this to one step farther with it for the city, actually, mm -hmm. using some of these peop the people I've met, um, opportunities that I've been given that to grow our city and that's mm -hmm. something that's just huge to me is working together 
to grow our area, not mm -hmm. just this, but I think as we all look at the big picture, it's gonna take all of us to, to promote this area and to make this area the best that it can be, and I think that is huge. Well, just the times I've gotten to work with you, Mitch, it's been, you, you, you. if you don't, you've learned, and you've mm -hmm. seen some things. Oh, it's yeah. been interesting yep. to, to get your perspective on for sales and, and some ideas that, that you see the city through different eyes than what we see it, mm -hmm. and that's been fun. Um, some mm -hmm. of your ideas that we're well, kind of working on and, and things, so. Well, thank um, you, yeah. Um, one thing I, 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 I've got from that whole conversation that night, and thank you for those com those comments. And you're right, having a different perspective sometimes uh, you see things mm -hmm. a little differently. We may not have solved the problems that night of all of those things, but I think coming together and just having that conversation, and that's why we're going to be doing this again. Right? Wouldn't you agree? That was. Oh, I I think it's huge, and I think you learn anytime mm -hmm. you can get together and you you toss ideas around and um, and you draw on other people's experience. Like I said, we're very blessed in this community to have Chris because mm -hmm. of his vast knowledge and his business experience and that he is so willing to share mm -hmm. what he knows uh, with everyone. And that has been huge for our chamber. I think it's been huge just for our entire area. And I think just continuing that whole mindset of what we, you know, what each of us can bring to the table to share with each other is just huge. Well, Dean, as we kind of wrap it up, what's some, some things coming up in Versailles you want to tell us about? And I, again, keeping in mind some of the people maybe have never even been to this area. Well, so we're getting ready for the uh, Versailles Apple Festival October 2nd and October 3rd. I know the theater is putting on Mamma Mia. We will have a car show on Saturday. Then there's the Demolition Derby on Saturday night. Sonic has a huge, um, they do like a car cruise. And so just... Apple Festival vendors. Um, one of the things that we kind of had talked about, um, Jamie mentioned, the chamber is very focused on our businesses for sure. And so something that's going to be a little different this year is any business that is a chamber member um, and you have a storefront, your entryway will be opened. And so that is important for us because our businesses are here throughout the year and although we we love all of our apple festival vendors our businesses come first and and i think um of course all of our apple festival vendors will understand that but we are community driven and so we hope that everyone sees that and they come out and enjoy their day so folks have never ever been to that it, i i remember as i told i told you guys both in the past having uh, provided first aid <coughs> services and that types of things to lake regional was, that was my first opportunity to experience mm -hmm. the Apple Festival. And it is amazing. How many people come through? About twenty to 30,000 is usually what we expect. Yeah. About 20, and, it, and it, the streets are blocked off. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's Americana. I mean, it, it is. Really it is. is. It is. It's it is. Come it's, in and grab your turkey leg and, yeah. <laughs> and walk the streets or whatever you want to do. It's, um, Go it's by Charlie's amazing. and there you go. Yeah. 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 It's Take, pretty amazing. Yes. Uh, and it's, it's kind of a reunion. A lot of the, the students come back mm -hmm. that maybe have, are people who have moved away. It becomes the weekend to come back. And we, we are doing two days now, which I think has made it nice for our locals because mm -hmm. a lot of times on Saturdays you have ball games and you have things where they weren't able to participate. And I've heard a lot of them say how nice it is to be able to come on Sunday. A little slower pace. We start Sunday morning actually with a church service. Mm -hmm. That's a community-wide church service, which we're very excited about. And our vendors, we have a lot of vendors that 
like that concept because they could actually be a part of that church service. It's before the vendors open. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that was a nice thing we added two years ago mm -hmm. to that. And the music and entertainment. Oh, the music oh, is absolutely. amazing. Yeah. Yes. All yeah. day. Yes. Free. Free. Well, that's uh, some of the things going on. And uh, if you've not been to Versailles, please come check it out. I, it, I, again, I can't say that enough. Americana at its best. I mean, people, everyone knows everyone, and you're yes, never going to find more friendly people than right here. I, Thank I, you. I mean we that. try. And, and, we try. And, we do. <laughs> and I, 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 I love this, this community. Um, our next one will be August 12th, our next E-Night. I'm, I'm meaning there. Uh, again, this is something that we're doing for business owners. If you're someone who has thought about going into business for yourself, it uh, would be a great night. We're going to continue this topic again. We're going to be talking um, a little more about the, the, the soft skills, mm -hmm. a little more about automation, and uh, revisiting some of the things we've, we've all previously talked about. But one more time, we're going to go with, with this for our, our e-night. invite you to go out take a look at our website. It is hublakeoftheozarks.com. You'll see information on where to go for financing, uh, if you want to have continued education, everything you need right there, kind of a one-stop uh, virtual shop to uh, for going into business for yourself. And uh, we're going to be at Brew Brothers there in Eldon. August 12th starts at 5.30. This is Mitch Shields. This has been Hubbub About the Hub. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to the Hubbub About the Hub podcast, a hub of virtual work incubator working in partnership with the Camdenton Chamber of Commerce. If you would like more information about the Hub, please visit our website at hublakeoftheozarks.com or contact me, Mitch Shields, at 573-200-0377. That's 573-200-0377. Lastly, please don't forget to click follow to be sure to receive any updates on any future podcasts. Thank you for listening.